0: Hey guys, we're talking bunker play today. I want you to learn how to assess your lie, determine whether or not you need that club to dig into the sand or slide across the sand, and I want you to develop your stock standard bunker shot that'll be the basis for all the other bunker shots that you ever hit. Enjoy it. This is Golf Essentials with Casey Bork. Okay, some quick bunker play advice. So I guess if I'm going to give you the super short version, it's get in the bunker, get the ball positioned a little forward in your stance, open the club face in your hands, and then make a pitch shot swing, uh, ensuring that the leading edge of the club gets under the ball. In very simple terms, we're hoping to get the leading edge under the ball, take a little sand out with us, and make sure that the ball clears the bunker. The reality is, of course, there's it's a little more complicated than that. So the first thing I wanna I wanna say is, you know, the lie that you have in the bunker determines really what you're gonna be able to do with the ball. So if it's a cushy lie, the ball's sitting up, it's much easier. It's easier to get that leading edge of the of the sand wedge underneath the ball and pop it up into there. So if the ball is down in, in a buried lie, If you think about the physics, the ball will not go up in the air unless that leading edge gets under the ball, but that the bottom of the ball, or at least the equator of the ball, could be an inch under the ground or more even sometimes. So in those circumstances, you really need the club to dig into the sand. If the ball is sitting up high, sitting up nicely, you much prefer the club to just slide through the sand, okay? And think of it as like a, like a space shuttle re-entering the earth's atmosphere. You know, if, if the, if you've got too much slide or too much bounce, let me backtrack. Let me, I'm going to go back to that analogy, but I first want to talk about the anatomy of your sand wedge and it's different than any of the other clubs. So if you, if you look at it closely, you inspect it and you bring it up and you set it on a table such that the, the, you're you're looking at the toe of the club, right, and the shaft. You're holding it up perfectly straight. You're gonna notice that the like the the sole of the club, the bottom of the club, the the trailing edge is higher. I, I mean, is lower. the The trailing edge is touching the table, whereas the leading edge, the front of the club, is up in the air just a little bit and and that angle that you're looking at there is called the bounce angle and that enables a sand wedge more so than any other club to slide through the sand if if handled correctly we want just a little bit of sand peeling it's kind of like peeling a carrot right you don't want to dig down into the carrot and have the the peeler stop um and you also don't want to skim across and don't take off any peel you need to get to that sort of minimal level of getting that that leading edge under the ball and that's what bounce helps us to do the cool part is we can manipulate how much bounce we're bringing to the table for each shot by either laying the club open in our stance and the way that I like to think about it you either hold the club square so if you draw a line if you're setting up to the club uh, to the ball and you imagine a straight line from, from the, the leading edge of the club down between your feet, right? So that's a square club face if that, that imaginary line comes between your feet. When we get into a bunker most times, we want to open the club face a little bit, and that means actually turning the club in your hands, not turning your hands with the club. Okay, so we're going to loosen our grip, move the club in our hands so that the grooves of the club are pointed out towards our left toe, so you could see as you're looking down, the club is pointed way out to the right, you know, 30 degrees out to the right. And it looks funny and it's strange, but that is how we increase that bounce angle. And if you bring that club back onto the table and you just turn it a little bit, I have videos on this, by the way, but if you just turn it a little bit so that, you know, you can simulate opening the club, you'll see that leading edge sort of raise up. So as you open the club, we're adding bounce. As you close the club, we're diminishing bounce. And that becomes important when we're assessing these lies. You know, back to a buried lie, we need that club to dig down into the sand to have any chance of getting that leading edge under the ball. That means we don't want to open our club in that circumstance. Because that's not promoting digging. We need to we need to square up our club, or even shut it a little bit. I I really shy away from shutting it, but you know you may need to square it up, or even push it a little bit back in your stance, so that you're coming down onto it and getting that 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 leading edge under the ball. There's only so much you can do with a buried lie, but when you have sort of normal type lies and and really inspecting the lie, you're you're going to find there are better lies. There's some lies that are, you know, every lie is a little bit different. You might have little lumps and bumps around the ball, and you have to really assess whether and to what degree you need that club to dig or slide across in the sand. If you're playing in real heavy sand, you probably want it to do do a little more digging than you do if you have this real sort of talcum powdery sand. You need it to slide. You need more bounce in, in soft sand, less bounce and firm sand. So that that angle of attack and combined with sort of calibrating the bounce angle, you gotta just practice this stuff, guys. You know, you gotta experiment and ideally you wanna feel like you're just sort of peeling a carrot with your <laughs> with your your peeler. Uh you're not you're not hitting it so steep into the sand that it's digging and coming to a halt, right, if you feel like you're just plowing a ton of sand, you're probably digging too much and you need to open that club face and allow the club to slide across the sand. Conversely, if you're swinging and the club is hitting the sand sort of, we call it drop kicking, like it's it's hitting the sand and then you're, you're hitting the, the equator of the ball with the belly of the club and you're sculling it across the green, you're probably bringing too much bounce, now, of course your swing comes into play here, right? The precision that you bring to the table in terms of the angle of attack, like are you coming down on the, on the sand super steep or are you just, even without any bounce, are you, are you sculling the ball or are you skimming across the sand? So that takes a little bit of practice. There's a really cool drill. I, I just call it the line drill. And you could do this outside of a bunker. You can do it in your backyard. It's Real good drill for pitching, working on your pitching as well, in terms of finding the bottom of your swing and repeatedly impacting the turf in the same place. So what you do is just find some sand or some dirt and draw a line, you know, draw a line that's like three feet long or whatever, and then make that line sort of go between your legs and imagine that the one end of the line is is the ball. And what we want to do is make our bunker swing or our pitch shot swing, impacting the sand an inch or two behind that line and exiting the sand a few inches after that line. So little dollar bill sized divots that are effectively erasing that line. And so you go, you set up and you make your motion, you erase that, so- that line with, with your, your divot, And then you move backwards a few inches and you, you do it again and you rinse and repeat. You could, you can easily knock out 20 or 30 swings, do it with a few lines and you're, you're going to, you're going to find out how consistent you are with impacting the sand. You know that you could really see that entry point. Is it the same every time or is it sort of zigzagging around every time? And that's going to give you a clue. Is it super shallow where you're not necessarily, you're not necessarily erasing the line or are you digging down into the sand and you're just plowing tons of dirt? Neither of those cases is ideal. What you want is a nice shallow dollar bill, right? Nice shallow dollar bill erasing that line. Really good drill to work on. Even in the winter, uh, you might be able to do it in the snow if you're super eager. Um, so back to, okay, so we're, we're managing the bounce. I know this is gets into some technical stuff, but if you really think about it, all we're doing is figuring out whether we need the club to dig in the sand or not. So if we don't want the club to dig, soft sand conditions, really good lies, we open the club face more. If we need it to dig a little bit or you know, sort of a normal shot. I would I would have the leading edge of the of your club pointed right at your left toes. Make that your stock standard bunker shot. And then, if you need to dig buried lies, or if the ball's sitting down, or there's some dirt behind the ball, or something, or the ball's sitting down, you need to get underneath the ball. Then we square up the club face and push the ball back in our stance a little bit. Okay, so uh, when we're when we're practicing, and you you could do this in just a few shots when you're practicing. So you can imagine and and I get a lot of questions about, you know, how you set up an aim with bunker shots because it feels so strange when we open our stance, right? And why do we do that? So when you go practice, go to a a greenside bunker or if you're out on the course and you got nobody around, try a couple. um, go to a greenside bunker and aim square at the flag. So Make your stance as if you were making a normal shot square at the flag. Don't open your stance like, like you, I normally would prescribe with a bunker shot. But what we're going to do is what we want to do is calibrate our stock standard bunker shot. So we, we aim square at a specific target and then we lay the club open that stock standard amount, which I'm going to prescribe as being the leading edge of your 56 degree wedge or your sand wedge uh, pointed at your left toe. Okay, so we've got, that's our setup, that's our base setup, and, and then we can adjust things based on different lies, but we got to get good at our base level, and we got to understand what's happening there first, and what we're going to do is splash a few shots out, and you're going to notice, and obviously because the club is, is opened, the ball is going to come out to the right. It's going to squirt out to the right 10 or 15 or 20 degrees, everybody's a little bit different. But if you hit five shots, you're going to see how far to the right that ball squirts out. And all we're going to do, when when it comes to game time, all we're going to do is now take that whole unit that we just set up square to the flag and turn it the same number of degrees to the left so that the ball squirts out coming at the flag. So the reason we open our stance is because we're opening the club face and they have to sort of offset each other. And you just have to figure out how, how far to the right does the open club face cause the ball to squirt and then correspondingly open our stance that amount. And just doing that a few times, you're going to know it for life and you're going to feel more comfortable about opening your stance. But it's much easier, at least perception-wise, to set up with uh, a, a stance that's square to the target line. And then once you understand that the ball squirts out to the right, then you you aim correspondingly to the left. So you got to experiment with ball position. You know, move the ball forward and back so that you're able to erase that line in the line drill. And once you get good at the line drill, let a ball get in the way and you're doing the same exact thing. Hope that helps, guys.